1: I hope yeah. you get this one next time, bitch.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Welcome everybody to uh O Sopranos podcast, The Redux. The Redux.
2: We <laughs> um, lost the
1: we lost the last uh, We lost the last episode. You guys don't know that, but we're telling you because we have transparency here at O Sopranos. Corrupted files. And um, It happens. So we're doing uh, episode, season six, episode two, two guys and a girl we're and a pizza, a pizza place. place. <laughs> um, uh, what was the name of this episode? Join the club. Join the club. Um, so we're doing it over again and we're talking about it. Um, so, you know, get well, ready.
3: The thing is, we were all... Uh, pretty inebriated the last
2: time that we that we recorded. It's true. So we're hoping like this time. The Zoom <laughs> it was. Knew, it might it have been Zoom for knew, the best. Yeah, the Zoom yeah. knew that the last episode was awful. You got and, beer on the Zoom. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I see. corrupted the file. No, I, I was like, yeah, halfway through I was like, this sucks. I definitely like forgot what
3: I was saying mid sentence during that podcast. So I'm a little grateful that the file right. hey corrupted. That's, like the, was, that's
2: yeah. classic. The hairdo. <laughs> Come on. Professor Pauly, the Professor Paulie's new nickname, the Hairdo. Yeah, gonna corrupt these files Professor, purpose, I Professor Hairdo, Professor right, um,
3: well, Hairdo. Well, anything, anything we need to talk about up top? <laughs> Nothing. <Eleven?
1: laughs> I mean, should we dive in? Let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive. Spells,
3: you got enough nuts in your mouth? Uh, is, get these nuts. You away should from only me. you should <laughs> only be eating be talking with
2: nuts in your mouth. So okay, um, all right, fair agreed, enough. <laughs> agreed. Agreed.
3: Uh, Join the club. Season six, a episode two, written by the man, the myth, the legend, David Chase, mm. directed by David Nutter, first and only episode, which is Ooh. such a weird uh, Mixed Nutter, you, like, yeah. <laughs> Besides his last name, uh, weird to just direct one, and this is the one, you know? It's oh, yeah. What else yeah. did
1: this guy direct, though? We were we talked about this. Now That's I'm a good sort question. of remembering.
3: Uh, I probably had it up last time. Didn't he direct, like, a Game of
1: Thrones or something? Um, uh, well, subsequently, yeah.
3: David Nutter, uh, he, he won a primetime Emmy Award for outstanding directing um, in a drama series for...
1: Northern exposure.
3: (laughs) Uh, Can you guess? For designing women. 2015. So I don't. I don't know. It's fucking Wikipedia is not telling telling it to me. So 2015. Uh, look it up guys
1: Dude, I love David Nutter <laughs> I work with and him You're a big Nutterhead He's actually. great actually, Yeah, I'm I a Nutterhead I run Nutterheads.com <laughs> Dot and, nut and, uh, You we call just, yourselves Nutterbutters We butters. just talk about it and yeah. Mostly we talk about Why didn't he direct more fucking episodes of Sopranos it's <laughs> Such a great episode
2: Mostly directed Planters commercials <laughs> <laughs> Interesting
3: <laughs> He renamed himself Nutter After uh, <laughs> the, big, the big windfall from the Planter commercials No, but it makes you wonder, like, what would this episode look like if it had been directed by a veteran Sopranos director, like an Alan Coulter, like an Alan Taylor, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, But this is is unique in its own sense. And it's also, like, super ballsy, I think, to come this early in the season with such an avant-garde sort of weird, especially as the test stream was not necessarily received so well at first. Well, you know, that's that's like Supreme why fans. David Chase like probably doesn't. No, I know that, that was, you know. I mean, it was like two years
2: between, but it was three episodes ago was the right. test stream basically. So, but anytime, <laughs> three or four episodes you know, ago, anytime people have some aversion to something about the show, David Chase like He's leans gonna, into, lean, it yeah. into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, in case
3: anybody uh, hasn't seen it in a while, this is the episode where we see the aftermath of Junior shooting Tony, including the beginnings of the infamous coma dream, which which lasts two episodes. This one always and the next. feels
2: like longer, but yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we were also shocked by the end of Members Only with Tony getting shot in the gut, and that was such a such a epic moment. Oh, I thought you meant uh, by uh, Ray Curto dying. <laughs> Uh Ray Kurdo, R.I.P., okay. and Eugene Ponticorvo. So Eugene. like we're we're dealing with all
1: I mean this lot... guy definitely directed he definitely he directed uh, a lot of um game faces of Thrones, game of yeah. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah yeah sure um uh
3: did you, <laughs> you just thanks for chiming in like twenty minutes later on that <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry I'll eat more nuts. Uh but yeah the whole episode like and this is different from a dream episode like like yes. a fun house like a test dream, like uh, anything we've seen previously. Because Tony's not dreaming
2: as Tony. Right.
3: It's and, and David Chase went on the record saying, you know, this isn't a typical dream. This is something yeah. else. This is not just Tony, like, going to bed at night and, and we're seeing his inner psyche in this way. It has this sort of, like, metaphysical, supernatural, almost religious uh, undertones during the whole thing. And it, and it makes you think, like, you know, we, there's – uh, we've talked about it before. Sopranos has this sort of like supernatural element that dips in every now and then you think yeah. about Pauly and the psychic, you know, you think about uh, how big pussies in the mirror in that episode, uh, early season three, you think about Pauly seeing the Virgin Mary uh, uh, later this season, you right, know, right. like there's all these sort of like weird, like nods where the supernatural exists in the world of the Sopranos for some Black reason Black magic, sick shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah I, um,
1: shit. um you know, I, I might not have mentioned this the last time we recorded, but like, I'm, I feel like I've watched this and I feel like it's like, seems like it's an alternate dimension to me. Yeah. 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 No, um, for sure. I think that's right. I think, like,
3: yeah. I think that's, it's, it's something a little more than a dream. I, and we talked about it last time we recorded, but, you know, there's this whole idea that this is some sort of in between. You know, Tony's obviously still alive. He's in the hospital. We see a lot of that this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's this in-between sort of, not purgatory because he's not dead. Right. But this, this sort of space where he's forced to maybe um, realize something about himself or reckon something within himself before he can move on to either the afterlife or come back to, uh, which we know he ultimately does. But, but you know, we'll, we'll get into it as we go throughout the episode. But... Opening shot, very weird after the last shot of the previous episode is, you know, Tony's fat face uh, bleeding out on the floor of Junior's kitchen. It's Tony laying on a hotel bed in like a in like a button down shirt and tie where we don't know where he is. Yep. Uh, he wakes up, he looks out, he sees this beacon in the distance, which is, you know, imagery that's repeated throughout the episode and even later in the series with um Carmela in Cold Stones in Paris. She sees like this beacon in the distance. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he goes yeah. down to the hotel bar. We're still like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, he yeah. doesn't have his Jersey accent. Yeah, which is very off putting because this is Gandalfini's This that's actually that's how, like how he spoke. sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. It sounds like yeah, yeah. this guy sounds like a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, I do.
2: Yeah, I do remember like, I, I, you know. You you saw like less, um, less of celebrities back then, mm-hmm. so I I feel like maybe I didn't know for sure like how he sounded when yeah. I saw oh, this and for like sure you and did I, and and I remember just seeing like feeling like oh this is he's he, now he's really acting yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. <laughs> this is finally after six seasons this is James like the Gamalchini Tony Soprano acting. voice yeah. is like more <laughs> like what he sounds like right. and like this is him like right. putting on the like. You know, uh, like more you know suburban you know, white know, he, guy. He, he grew up in Jersey too, right? So, and, right, and he's obviously Italian American, and like but but this is more like the suburban like white guy voice. <laughs> what's the yeah.
1: What's the movie? Well, the Castle was that the movie with him? Last Castle, yeah, where
2: he's got like yeah. the aviator glasses on or whatever. Yeah, like, and Robert Redford. Yeah, yeah, great
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. movie. Yeah. I that may have been before this. I don't know. It was it, it was, was. Yeah, yeah it was, that's I don't when, think you, I that's when that he that's yet. when he like it seemed like you were like, Oh shit, wait. What what the fuck? He like he talks like this now? Like this is his real accent? <laughs> he sounds like he has a lisp. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A yeah.
3: little bit of that a little bit. Get, comes into Tony as well, I think. But yeah, he, he like And then you, you get the similar thing. You know, he picks up the phone, he he calls home. And he gets the answering machine, and it's definitely not Carmela. Yeah, and it's definitely not Aj and Meadow. Where they're like in unison, they're There's like, "Stop picking your nose." The, the Sopranos. <laughs> You've reached the Sopranos. Res- like that seemed like something out of like a fucking, uh, almost a commentary on like uh, re- like sitcom writing sort of thing. Like, <laughs> right, like, right. Here's like the the other type of family, and it just in contrast, it just makes the actual. Soprano family seems so much more real. Yeah, You know. Yep. Uh outside we get this uh shot of a helicopter flying above
2: him, shining a light down, which we later see. We see as, in the next episode too, you know, it's like when the, when when, the, when, he, when he ends up uh at the the inn right, in quotations, yeah. you yeah. know, with uh Blondetto.
3: Right. Uh it's it's you know from from the yeah. other from the other side like yeah. you know, the he, light
2: doctor shining
3: doctor shining in his eyes. light in his eyes and actually if you freeze it there's like a quick flash of you could see like the Asian doctor like shining the light but you yeah. got to be quick gotta be quick uh, always you gotta be quick so finally we get to this he you know we we're trying to figure out who the hell this guy is what he's doing he's going to a conference check in in you know Southern California somewhere um, he he needs to show his photo ID to get in uh and he pulls out a, an id for a guy named Kevin Finerty mm-hmm. uh and that guy definitely like i wonder like how how they like i re- i distinctly recall like maybe season 2 or season 3 or something they had like a like a, hey,
2: Sopranos,
3: it's a Soprano lookalike contest. Come and meet the cast. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if they, like, cast this guy from the there, lookalike There are contest.
2: those, like, memes of, like, uh you know, uh, the, the actual Soprano family and then, right. like, the fake Soprano family. <laughs> yeah. like Yeah,
3: <laughs> like, yeah. It's always, like, some blonde woman with, like, the beehive hairdo right, or something. Right. <laughs> and, like, I mean, Uncle Junior is just always some old <laughs> asshole with, with, you know, f-
2: thick frame glasses. Yeah. But, like... But they, they, they look like them. T- yeah. yeah, and then the Tony is just like some 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 fat bald guy. <laughs> right. they'd, yeah. They'd <laughs> there were a lot like... of
1: people at that time in the uh tri state area that, <laughs> that looked yeah. like that. Wanted to uh look like um they were in the Sopranos. Oh, yeah, just
2: I wonder wear, if wearing Chet's shirt, you know. <laughs> I wonder if the guy who
3: is in the photo of the Kevin Finity ID is still alive. Is you think he's still with us? Hey. Do you think he went <laughs> He went simultaneously. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, feedback.
1: I found his Instagram, man. <laughs> it's just that photo. It's just that that shot. Listeners,
2: uh, if that was me. If like, you know I'd that guy, please yeah. please reach out to us, listeners, and let us know if you know the, the actual Kevin Finerty, Right. If, so, he's, if he's still alive. So
3: uh, our Tony in this alternate dimension realizes he doesn't have his right wallet. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the right briefcase. Uh, he's in a world of shit. Um, he goes, he calls Carmela. Tells her about how he has the other guy's briefcase. Like, not Carmella on the phone. Who does no. that sound like to you? It almost it's sounds like Eugene's like, wife to me. But uh, yeah, it does <laughs> kind of. So- sure. it, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not like Edie Falco.
2: Generic Jersey, like you know, housewife. Yeah. 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 I remember. Um, I heard an interview with Edie Falco, and
3: and she was talking about how they premiered the first two episodes, like you know, a screening or whatever. And when she heard this other woman talking to Tony and referring to him as like like tone uh, his wife uh, yeah. t- like she she was like it was weird i i just felt this like surge of jealousy like she <laughs> that's, that's how like close she and and ganolfini were in this role sure. as, as man and, man and wife but yeah. um but yeah so this begins this whole allusion to the briefcase almost like pulp fictiony like yeah, what is yeah. in the briefcase like right. where he says my whole life's in that briefcase yep and we get the sense that this is like you know he's in some you know he's in some like waiting room between this life and the next and this briefcase is, is important he goes back to the hotel he tries to get back in uh, the guy at the desk is such a fucking turd oh. <laughs> uh, uh, little herb yeah. Mm. yeah he's trying to he's trying to check back in he's like well you, always, you already closed out that account so we couldn't he's like thanks for being so helpful and that's where we sort of know like this is not the Tony that right. we know because yeah. Yeah. that because Tony yeah.
2: would have Fucking laid into this guy. The waters don't part for him wherever he goes. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. Right. And also, he just doesn't know how to handle somebody who's like not giving him exactly what he wants.
2: And not that. Also, it's like the meet, yeah. like before that, when he's trying to get into the convention, it's like, you know, the meeting with the general, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the sit down. Like, oh, yeah. And like he's not getting the time of day. Like, you know, he can't get in to, yeah. to meet. Right. You know, the. The big wig,
3: yeah, and and some people have have posited that, that that meeting is like him trying to perhaps like getting get into heaven or some form of the afterlife where he's being denied because he's not like ready not to, ready move, to move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. then he goes back to the hotel bar. He talks to the bartender. He tries to get him to remember who he was. He's like, you know, I ordered the blackened grouper sandwich. I said I had pains in my stomach, which is an allusion to fucking the bullet wound yeah, in yeah, his yeah. stomach well, right
1: which we like, see multiple times right, like when yeah.
2: they're replacing the dressing what is the oh black
1: and sandwich uh <laughs> to what does that symbolize I'm I like know. I'm I I always think it's funny that they talk about that cuz I was like I've never seen that on a menu
2: <laughs> Oh really you never been to Florida dude that's on like every fucking menu Oh dude you got to go to Costa I Mesa I don't go dude. to Florida have a you, lot <laughs> have you not eaten in Costa
3: Mesa cuz uh, Yeah is it
1: <laughs> on a menu in Costa Mesa um, Know. I have been know. I've been to a lot of places up and down SoCal, and I don't <laughs> think I've seen
3: a black and grouper sandwich. Well, we're going to do a whole pod episode where we all eat black
2: and grouper sandwiches. We'll yeah. <laughs> <No laughs> comment. Um, uh, it. Nice job David Chase. Black and grouper sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you should have <laughs> okay. had
1: fucking mahi-mahi uh, uh, fish tacos or some shit. <laughs> Ooh, huh? Hey, yeah. Ooh, that,
2: that sounds, sounds good. good actually.
3: Uh so the guy so he goes to the bar. The guy never came the guy who supposedly might have taken his wallet and briefcase never came back. His name is Kevin Finerty uh and then some um some ga- some rob corddry looking guy is like uh you know, he drives a Lexus, Infinity. get it? Kevin, Kevin, fi- I don't know, That's a stretch, yeah. but like. <laughs> Real stretch. Always seemed a little awkward to me. Yep. Uh, that little exchange. Um, and then, you know, Tony starts asking the bartender, you know, tell me about Costa Mesa, it's a nice place to live. Around here,
2: it's dead.
1: Dead. Get it? Do you guys get it? He's going to die. He's, he's in the afterlife he, in
3: Just the, more. Uh, also
2: just more David Chase being like California. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, right California, California. Here, it's, it's, they go Around yeah. here, it's dead.
1: Then the next shot, it's just like a packed bar. <laughs> I'm like, That's oh, it. okay.
3: Hey, we're having a great party. Yep. Uh, yeah. Tony is, uh, uh, sort of, you know, we know him to be up until this point in the series. If he sees a woman he's attracted to, he acts on it. Yep. Um, without any qualms, he sees this broad. I don't know if she even has a name in the episode, but, you know, he goes, he's invited to go sit with these people. And these are, I I think, like, we always shit on, like, the Medigon, like, the yeah, white people. Yeah. Like, these guys feel a little more real to me than, like, the, yeah, the guys on the golf course,
1: but... um, Boring. <laughs> still annoying, They're yeah. boring business boring people. Boring office yeah, people, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And But that's,
3: but now it's sort of the point. It's like, because right. she's like, how tell us how to jump from selling he, patio furniture to precision optics, right, right. which, but he's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's like, exactly. He, he fits in now. Right. Um, and, and, this is where he sort of like poses, uh, the question for the episode. And, and I think for the rest of this, uh, six A at least, you know, he says, you know, I'm 46 years old. Who am I? Where am I going? Yep. And I think that sort of sets like the rest of the season. Like this is all about the characters, uh, you know, seeing what they've made of their lives and realizing, like, oh, it might not be hard, it might might not be easy to switch gears and go into something else. I have to lay Mm -hmm. in the bed that I made for myself. We certainly see that with, you know, with Tony, with Vito and his whole, like, you know, masked homosexuality. We see that with, you know, Artie losing his way from the kitchen and trying to, like, you know, we see that with AJ, he's he wants to be like the stand-up guy and kill Uncle June, and nope. he can't do it. That's wait, just so yummy. much of it, you know? Wait,
1: wait, really? You can't do that
3: in life. Can't do what in life? Change, change who you who, who you are. Wait, really, That's, man? It's, <laughs> spells is devastated wait, right on. now. <laughs> spells forgot that we talked about this last episode, and he's just rocked, dude. Spells,
2: <laughs> I did, dude. You can try a black and grouper sandwich one day. Don't worry. <laughs> Someday. Dude, you
1: got to tell me where. <laughs> Cuz um, I I need to. <laughs> Sorry. But
3: apparently actually uh the the who am I where am I going thing was was uh inspired by something director john patterson said while dying of cancer between season five and six right, right, right. this is what you um, told me he, yeah he was <laughs> which yeah. i didn't remember until right now i'm looking at my notes mm-hmm. um but that sort of yeah lays some foundational like theme thematic stuff for the season i think and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it more as the season goes but right. uh you know in the parking lot tony you know he's making out with the woman you know and she's just like this isn't gonna happen like you know He's like, I could be a whole nother guy, and I could pull it off, uh, and and he can he can't do it. Yeah. Which, which sort of like, like, I mean, later this this season or this half season, like he he denies Juliana Margulies' character, where he he's like actually making the decision to be loyal to Carmela. Which right. I wonder if this is sort of planted here, but. Um, that helicopter light shines down on him they're looking for a perp yep which i love mm-hmm. and then that brings us to just hard smash into the hospital where just a brutal scene of tony coding you know he's ripping out his medical equipment uh Carmen Meadow are there and they're just like fucking crying um you know you see aj arrives chris and the boys are in the waiting room just really tough scene to watch like it's very yeah. it's it's it seems like you know, it just smashes you back into the reality of like I don't know if you guys have ever had like you know loved ones in the
2: hospital and stuff, but like I have, yeah, very,
3: very, yeah. Uh, very realistic, very yes. tough,
2: yeah. Anytime like you, you know, and j- just the the little shots of like people just in the waiting room, just like t- exhausted, mm, you know. Yeah. I mean, very realistic. Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: and we get that. We you know the, like everybody's sort of rallied to Tony. Like we see all
2: the. We see Polly, we see Vito, we see people, f- like, yeah, people fighting over like who's like doing what, you know? <laughs> right. like right. Who, who, right.
3: right, right. They fight over who's gonna bring AJ home. Uh, Polly makes a Van Helsing reference. Got to gotta be, AJ. The fir- <laughs> gotta be the Van first. the time.
2: <laughs> that would be the first time anyone ever fought over who's gonna bring AJ home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Polly and Silvio brought AJ to the dance well, in season true. one. If that you remember, that's true. But also. Is 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 Polly up on the Van Helsing reference? Yeah, what what the uh, fuck? That was before like superhero movies were even a thing.
2: Like, I feel like he's like "Eh, I got a guy who gets me the bootlegs. Yeah. And like he just happened to watch it. (laughs) I feel like he was a producer in that movie somehow. (laughs) Yeah, Tony Sirico was a producer on Van Helsing, yeah. Um, which wasn't even a
3: hit. I think, I feel like that flop. It was like well, huge Jackman. A like- but
2: I do remember. I do vividly remember watching this live and like thinking that it was a hilarious he probably, joke.
1: He probably saw the poster like. Did yeah the poster, right. Like the guy had like long hair. Long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was and Hugh Jack, yeah.
3: Commentary on on fucking Robert Eiler with the which I hate. He looks so greasy and oh. and just he oh, looks yeah. he looks somehow like just like more of a sniveling little shit with with the shoulder length hair than he has previously. So around the time that
2: uh, <laughs> me and my friends drank with him at uh, Big Easy. Oh shit. Yeah. Shit. The big sleazy. The big sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> Uh, Yeah, this is a
1: bar that did uh, beer pong in. uh, They had the beer pong tables. (laughs) (laughs) The number
3: one. That's right. Uh, Then we so then we go back into Comaland. Tony Tony checks into the Omni using Kevin Finerty's identity. Um, uh, He's just sweating throughout the whole interaction, trying to you know because it's fraud. He's using somebody else's, which uh, the Tony we know and love would not break a sweat. no we've seen uh, him uh, thank you mr spears yeah exactly (laughs) um but this is where he meets the monks uh he's going up to the elevator and the monks come oh we're the monks (laughs) oh we're with the monks uh they like apparently the real kevin finnerty uh they hired him to rig up their heating system at the monastery that they stay at didn't go well they had a very unpleasant uh unheated uh <laughs> fucking stay during the winter at the monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ends up with The Slap, which. Oh, oh hey, we couldn't talk about this last time. Oh, shit. Oh, How wow. does this compare to uh, The, Keep the Slap? Keep my monastery's
2: name out your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as The Will Smith's. Not, no, as not, no, not
2: as good. No, clearly not. Not as iconic. But why why do you think what's, what's honestly, the year uh, what's Chris, like the Chris Rock took took the slap way better than uh Well, I I mean yeah, yeah. Alternate, f- alternate uh universe uh yeah. Tony Soprano he fell
3: that. over like the suitcases. <laughs> he, attacked
2: like, he attacked me. He attacked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think real life Tony <laughs> would
3: have any qualms about fucking killing a monk? I don't nope, think so. No. Definitely <laughs> no. not. Uh, but but yeah, I mean these these monks say you know what? What does he say? Gloria, before he Gloria, him? Like,
2: Gloria was a Buddhist, right? She was a Buddhist. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. There's there's something going on with the religious um, illusions and 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 the Buddhist uh, you know way of life. And of course, um,
2: Janus like ends up like bringing the, you know, the little whatever saying into the hotel uh, right. into the uh, hospital room. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Right. We, we go about you know. We go about pity for For pity for ourselves. For a, pity for ourself, so, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. But yeah, so I I mean, I couldn't I couldn't nail down exactly what Chase was going for by having the monks slap Tony in the face. But uh, but there's there's I think it's like
2: here are two men that um, lose your arrogance is what he says to him. Yeah. Which I, which I
3: guess is like.
2: But it's like, you know, we think of of Buddhist monks as like living the purest life of anybody like, right. in yeah. human existence yeah. yeah and these are so so two uh, of the purest people you know confronting him about right. what he's done right
3: but then resorting to violence. But, yeah, yeah. yeah right yeah right. 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 right right which is interesting
2: um <laughs> but hey, so nobody's perfect though. no hey yeah these monks aren't perfect for sure hey they make beer too delicious beer do they Oh, well, monk, Monkish. Yeah, monk- no, uh, or, uh, what's... Uh, Trappist. Trappist. Tra- I mean, what's, or that's the um, sti- style, what's, right? Uh, oh, there, there's one that I Trappist used to drink. Trappist ales. Um, there's one that I used to drink that is so good. Oh, um. we'll figure it out. We'll figure
3: <laughs> it. Uh, hard cut to the hotel room where Tony's just on the phone with fake calm, just being like, why would I joke about this? He slapped me in the mouth. He's just like reeling from this encounter with the monks. Next morning... Um, he's waiting forever for the elevator. Uh, We can see it's on the seventh floor. Shemay,
2: Shemay. Oh Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. The great, the great Shemay. Shemay is great.
3: He's on the seventh floor, which, (laughs) which uh, Shemay Israel. uh,
1: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. The old, the old uh, monk. uh, Wow. I think uh, we all right, just, that's a good transition to what's going on with uh, Hesh and his uh, son. <laughs> we do see Hesh this episode. Right. We'll
3: get there. But so he's so Tony. We see him waiting for the elevator. Some people have pointed out that he's on the seventh floor, which may relate to Dante Dante's Inferno, the seventh circle of hell. You know, for vi- is for violent criminals and murderers. Silvio Dante's Inferno. Say Silvio Dante's Inferno, uh, and then we cut back to real life. Uh, Carmen Meadow with Doctor Plepler, mm-hmm. who Richard Plepler was um, one of the. Uh, there was like a triumvirate uh, of of HBO like bosses after um, uh, Chris. Uh, fuck, I forget his name, but Albrecht. Albrecht yeah, from uh, was from removed Austria. from office um, for slapping a woman mm-hmm. outside of yeah, Vegas. Yeah, he had, uh, uh, he, uh, had yeah. bad
1: alcohol problems.
3: Richard, Ple- Yeah, Richard Plepler stepped in. <laughs> I, I actually trash. got to meet him. Yeah, and, uh, Haft- yeah
1: typical Hofstra. Haft- <laughs> I
3: actually got to meet him when I worked at HBO. Oh, did you? So. Oh, right. Richard, Richard Plepler, oh, not, not Not Albrecht,
1: Albrecht. no. Okay. no. Um, nice guy? He's great, yeah. He well, Albrecht awesome. is credited... To- Credited for doing Sopranos, The Wire, yeah. uh, Hey, credit, the um, city. credit to him. The imperfect city, Man, uh, imperfect Six Feet man. Under. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: a lot of great titles under his belt. Yeah. Um, maybe he wrestled with some demons yeah. subsequently, mm, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, the hole in Tony's stomach looks fucking insane, oh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Ima-
2: uh, yeah, imagine going into the hospital uh, to see your father, and you s- like walk, like you see that. no, no, oh, no. no, oh. no, no. Terrible.
3: Oh. Well, I mean, and then and then Janice freaks out more than anyone <laughs> okay. uh, when yeah. she comes in. Shocker. Of course. you think she's like putting on a show, or do yes. you think that's her actual reaction? Well, I think
2: it's a, little, a mix, a mix. But yeah, she's obviously putting on a show.
3: I think it, it, yeah, it like she's she knows that she has to have a reaction to her brother in such a state, uh, and so I think she like plays into it. But, but she's a sociopath. So, yeah, it's I, I believe ridiculous. so. Like I like. I mean, yeah, she's just doing what she thinks she's supposed to be doing. Maybe there's a little authentic emotion there. Yeah. Um, and then we get the, the short little scene with Junior getting a mental test uh, mm-hmm. with his new lawyer. Yep. Uh, getting real frustrated. Um, you know, he doesn't remember firing uh, Melvoin who had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> Junior, it made not Made you a, uncomfortable. Right, yeah. Junior, not a, not a... Not sympathetic to the disabled, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yep. After Melvoin for years fucking kept him out of prison on house arrest. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it ends with, you know, if somebody shot my nephew, it was him himself. He's a depression case. Right. Uh, which I love. Then we go to Eugene's funeral. Silvio is taking charge here. Yeah. Um, which is... Uh, not the role that we usually see him in, and it plays out over the next episode too, but yep. uh, he's giving the guys the rundown. Vito says Eugene's sports book should go to him, um, and then there's a debate about what to do with Junior. You know, he Marvin gaye his own nephew. <laughs>
2: yep.
3: uh, and Vito questioning why Bobby wasn't there. And I feel like they're planning a lot in this
2: episode, like Vito just being a thorn in people's sides, right? Like, Yeah, well... I mean, we mentioned this when we recorded it last time, but like, you know, I, I remember watching this and thinking, "Oh, they're 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 planting that like Vito's making a move to be the boss."
3: He was like like statements like, uh, you know, like I could be the boss of this family. One that you know he could have a yeah. heart attack, which which you know, in retrospect it's us. like,
2: it, and also in retrospect, it's like you, you could be the boss of the family, <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, and, and we see him interacting with, uh, Phil, you know, and, uh, you know, right. his next season that, that
3: They're cousins right. through marriage or whatever. And, I,
1: uh, I, I think, yeah, they're, they're, they're planting that. Yeah. And I think at the same time, they're also planting like AJ, like taking over in some way. Taking over the family? Yeah. Because if we know everything, like, like. Stuff that we like, we we know like the Godfather as the sure. fucking like True. reference that everybody right. is like, like knows when they're watching this. And I think the interviewer
2: is like, would you call it Growing Up Soprano? Like, right? And like, <laughs> right. Uh, and like but, he, media, but he but yeah. he says
1: like, I'm gonna shoot he's his, gonna you kill, know, kill Uncle June, you kill know, Uncle June, yeah. and he and and like, fucking, money. you know, we so we see how like shitty he is, and like we think, oh. You know like where is the Sopranos going like right. you think oh where are they going to take this mob story right. and it's like someone yeah, you know like they're maybe they're setting up AJ like and, and we're going to be surprised and we're going to love everyone's it distraught. that's what i think that some people thought i probably oh, thought that too yeah also and 100% and, and, and in every, addition to the veto stuff
2: and everybody's so distraught except for him right and we right. think he's distraught in that one moment like when we we see like it's like Carmelo's POV right. when he's, he's visiting talk, with Sony he and talks then to and Tony, then yeah. and then they punch in and like he's talking about some fucking car to him like, right <laughs> which right.
3: which is a gas guzzler as opposed to the Prius which he was previously like right. inquiring She's about Meadow so into it. but yeah I think I think look there's a lot of people who uh, are of the thinking that that if the Sopranos were to go on AJ and or Meadow would have taken over for Tony. I don't buy that for a second. I don't think no. like that would ever happen. They don't have it. In but the- at this point in the series when it was airing, like if they're sort of like, I, I don't think I believed it at this point either because AJ is such a fucking weak, like
1: sniveling idiot. But like, yeah. I definitely you know, didn't believe it, yeah. but, but I was like, but what are they setting up here? Right. The, are like, they? Yeah. Are they setting this up? Right. Is this a possibility?
3: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the back in the, after the, Funeral back in the hospital. There, you know, you have Hesh and Janice and and Vito like sitting around talking about why why they think Eugene killed himself, and and Vito's like maybe it was a maybe it was a closeted homo. You know yeah. that happens too. Like, which is just a reminder for us for what's going to happen a, a few episodes from now, where when he That's gets discovered. Um, mm. AJ, it's this a couple is this Johnny is cakes, sort of the B episode. We could just talk about it. Like in this episode, is AJ not like pulling his weight? Like. With the family here, time of crisis, he doesn't show up. They wanted the Tony Bennett box set to be brought to Tony's room. AJ fucking forgot. Come on, you know. Come on. He's talking to the media with the grown-up Soprano bullshit, this and that. Uh, he only, he he says Anthony Soprano is not going to die. He can't say my dad. He can't say you know. It's it's this sort of like is AJ gonna like step up and and be a be part of the family here um and there's this pointed scene where rosalie april she's so great um oh, great uh you know it says to carmella like you know uh, you're never gonna forgive aj if he doesn't if he doesn't carry his weight here and and you know why do you think i'm telling you because my fucking son was killed at, you know she doesn't know for a fact but you know because of all this and like you know she not knows shooting but straight. she doesn't know yeah she knows but she doesn't know you know, and she asks, like, you know, or maybe AJ is just a selfish boy who doesn't give a shit, and that's that's the question. What do you guys think? Like, is he does does he give a shit or does he not? Like, has have have
2: Tony and Carmella fucking created a sociopath who doesn't give a shit? As a <laughs> look, I think he a, gives a shit. As a younger sibling with a very similar family dynamic <laughs> as Meadow and uh, and AJ have. I think I think he gives a shit, but I also think he just has a case of like he was just so babied and like like he doesn't really know how to express that. He's right. just
3: fucking right. lost, right? He right. like doesn't yeah. know like and 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 he uses the Godfather the movie as a reference for what he should do in this situation, right. which is right. why he ultimately like brings a fucking knife into uh, right. the, the right. fucking. Whole, like whatever where Junior's
1: being held. Yeah, like Halfway like, House yeah. or whatever. Um, and Tony's like, it's a movie. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, He
3: he has no he, – he doesn't know who the fuck he is. He doesn't know. Right. So partially I think like he's not to blame, but also obviously he doesn't know
2: what fucking gutters are. He doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah, right. he, like, he's been being. Right. Um, like, can't, uh, th- can't hold like a fucking – Easy, stupid job. All right,
3: we get a scene at Satriali's with uh, Chris uh, pulling up in his Maserati, which he took from Johnny Sack. Uh, <laughs> uh, Agent Harris and his partner are there. You know, um, have some cards, baby. Some, oh yeah, uh, make a great sandwich here. Ask about Tony. I think I, you think Agent uh, Harris is sincere in his concern for Tony at this point. Yes. Yeah. I, I do. think he actually likes him. Yes. And uh, I, I think I that plays into how how his character arc sort of all plays out. Also,
2: but. I I think he is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe he's a bad FBI agent because he does get too close to Tony. But like, <laughs> but I think he sees himself as like, well, I I think it's a good thing that I keep this like relationship because Tony will talk to me. And, and, I mean, eventually, you know, the, we see these guys that are hanging out at the bang, Right. And we know that, like, they get ratted out, like, to Agent Harris. So, like, maybe it is a good thing that he's, like, warming himself up to them. Because, like, he... Smart, yeah. You know, for his own career, because he has names to throw out for, you know, to help himself right. out. You know? Right.
3: Yeah, because he's part of the terrorism unit now. and
2: Yeah, and, and, and at this and, point, and, yeah, uh, he's he's not not going after uh you know organized crime you know in jersey so
3: yeah why not so why and you get a and and good you know, sandwich he, he says to chris like you'd be helping us a, a lot if you said something if you yeah. you know you'd pick be helping up the phone. out your country yeah, right yeah and and tony does take is, the it's terrorism a, shit seriously it
2: is a it's a smart way to appeal to guys like tony and christopher by like being like well if you're patriotic, you'll help us out, you know, because they have such a chip on their shoulder about like being, you know, like right, red blooded Americans. So. Right. Right. Right.
3: But, but Chris is willing to look the other way. If it's so, benefiting like, himself. Yeah, exactly. yeah, of course. yeah, of course. Obviously. Like he's like, Oh, they have a, they have a, they have a dog. Like that's why they're not terrorists. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, okay. right. Uh, back in Tony's room in the hospital, This epic scene with Carmela playing American Girl, great, great monologue. One of the best rivals, Whitecaps, I think, for sure. For in terms of her performance, well, especially because
2: like she's not, you know, they're not acting off of each other. You know, it's just it's just her. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's all her. Fucking. It's so good. It's so like the writing
1: is so believable. Like the scene that they're describing, and like you know how a song like makes you remember like summer. Time when you were kids in Long Beach Island. I know know that too well. You know what (laughs) I mean? LBI. (laughs) LBI, you know, playing golf. You remember when Charmaine Charmaine
3: almost drowned? uh, Charmaine smoking cigarettes and
1: drinking (laughs) water? Drinking water. Uh, I
3: I also love that she brings up, you know, from the pilot, like I told you, you're going to hell when you die when he was in the MRI. Uh, it was horror, a horrible and he, thing and to he, say. And he threw that back at her in Whitecaps yep. in season, the season four finale. And I love that she's like, you know, you're not going to hell when you die. And we don't know where Tony actually is at this point, but he might actually be on the verge of going to hell in terms of whatever
2: this other place he is, mm-hmm. uh, is, you mm-hmm. know? like and the feeling you get is that, like, th- this monologue that she says to him, like, helps him. Sort of saves him, Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, there's something there, uh, you know. Even though it's chock full of bullshit, you know, right? She's like, "You're right. a good father. You're, yeah, you you yeah, care yeah. about your friends." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. We've seen him murder more than one friend, so <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. Uh, you're not going to hell, is how she leaves it. But so back in Coma Land, this is when Tony wakes up after he fell down the staircase. He got an MRI, um, and parts of his brain have been oxygen deprived. Consistent with a diagnosis of Alzheimer's at forty six years old. What a fucking
1: nightmare. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um yep. you know, and the doctor asks him, you know, he tries to tell the doctor, like, I'm not even Kevin Finerty, I just have his wallet. He's like, Well, what's your real name? Yeah. He's like, What's it matter? <laughs> and I feel like that's sort of uh you know, the point of this little like waiting room between this life and the next. Like you need and the monk says it, it's like lose your arrogance, lose who you are. It's almost ego death. You know, as described in like, you know, when you're tripping on fucking whatever peyote, which we see him later do see later. later.
1: Um, Ego death. Chris Rock's uh, new. Uh, new one. New it? one. Yeah. his tour.
3: Chris Rock got slapped in the face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which he, also Tony got also, slapped in the Also, I
1: said so. on the, um, when we recorded before that, that <laughs> doctor is played by um, the guy who was in, who was like supposed to be a big character in Silicon Valley valley right but oh yeah. Died, yeah. right uh after the first season great right. performance in the first season oh he's yeah, great. yeah. oh he's yeah. great. amazing um and yeah died suddenly
3: oh that was that was him in the, in the yeah he plays yeah. The, yeah. Doctor the doctor that
1: tells him he that is. he has alzheimer's yeah he's a weird looking guy he is yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i mean <laughs> specific yeah.
2: looking face you know uh
1: yeah yeah um Great, I mean, great, great performance. Silicon Valley, great. like hey, you're like oh, this awesome, but any uh, tragically,
3: yeah, both those done. actors are dead now. So yeah, great. yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Great. cool, That's cool, nice. cool. <laughs> Go to the next thing. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Uh, then we see the Soprano house. You know, uh, Vito's farting in the couch. Uh, AJ makes a huge plate of food for himself. Yep. Uh, what do you what, do? You think it's just David Chase's affinity for fart jokes, or do you think there was like some sort of subcontext to the fart
2: in the couch? Is
3: subcontext. Well, Let's... is it is it Vito like no, just another? Like... No, I think you it's know like... he doesn't respect Tony or his home. Hey, or hey. like
2: <laughs> this whole episode. Vito is being like so pushy and so like like bold yeah, and yeah, like. Yeah. You know, he's just like assuming that if and he, <laughs> if Tony doesn't make it, like, oh, he he can the fart around the is the place. his, yeah. yeah. He can fart so, anywhere he yeah. wants, yeah. So I think it's just like the brashness of yeah. of, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. him right. in this episode, yeah. right? He's being such a cocksucker. Uh, yeah. Up in
3: Meadows' room, we get a little uh, uh, classic. Oh, you're tired, poor you. Uh, we get one of poor those lines you. from from AJ. Um, they have a fight. Uh, You know, then AJ sees like the reporters outside and just screams "fuck
2: you" to them. That's maybe makes it on the news. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've all been there. We've all told the media "fuck you," and then get makes it on the local news. I love that when the
3: the agents come around to the Soprano house and Carm is there, they start talking about uh, how uh, (laughs) Junior brought up like like elements of the Kennedy assassination. Like we had to ask, I'm sorry. Like, she's like, my husband was three years old. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, Which also fucks up the, uh, many saints in Newark timeline, but we won't go there. (laughs)
1: Um,
3: (laughs) Timeline got fucked up. Yeah. Timeline got fucked up. Uh, back at the hospital. AJ finally goes in to see Tony, you know, he's freaked out. Um, you know, Carm watches him, uh, you know, talk to him and then we go in and we see he's fucking talking about fucking cars
1: uh oh baby <laughs>
3: the fucking <laughs> the
1: fuck shelby gt 500 450 horsepower <laughs> <laughs> i think
3: that's what brought tony out of his coma yeah, <laughs> i, I yeah. think we yeah. can we that's can attribute that yeah uh and you know um the next morning aj swears he's going to get junior for this which we see play out later this the season mm-hmm. which at the time i don't think i ever believed was was going to actually happen no and i was like well, um, why does he keep calling put him a, a fucking bullet mummy in his fucking mummy head He's like
2: the how, what <laughs> uh,
3: i can't believe we're not going to like do stuff together anymore again <laughs> 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 okay, aj not eloquent but hey the emotions there Ro- uh, robert eiler i think i think did a pretty decent job yeah oh there, yeah. yeah he's that Uh <laughs> and this is where he chooses to better tell... job
2: at pounding beers a big easy <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> this is where he chooses to tell uh carm that he flunked out of school um not great shithead. um carmella goes back in and and she's like you know anthony can you hear us we cut back to the with wherever... your father in the hospital <laughs> exactly, yeah um Tony still stuck in wherever he is, he gets to his room, he takes off his shoes uh he we hear when it's cold, I like to die by Moby pick yeah. up very affecting scene like yeah. I can't even like put into words, but you know he picks up the phone he dials know, just imagining somebody who's like you know in a coma, unable to contact the family who he loves right um you know, just being stuck here and confused and scared, and he sees the beacon. Out in the distance, mm-hmm. and the music comes up, and and that's the end of the episode. And it's I, I don't know that's that's actually a fan favorite. People don't like the coma, coma dream, but like the that as a uh, music cue to end an episode, people really like that, I don't, that sort yeah. of. That well, that's scene. great! Wow. You know, great. What'd you guys think? Really nice. like, yeah, I like that. I love this episode. Yeah, I, I I definitely it's it's one of those you know it's one of those episodes that the more you watch and the more you just like let yourself sort of like. You know, you might be uh, not into, you know, looking too deep into things. You know, as Steve Sharipa might not be on on the Talking <laughs> Sopranos podcast. Sure, he gets a lot of shit for just being like, "Yeah, hey, I don't know, I'll I don't fucking know, I don't know dude. From, you got to talk to David, yeah, David about <laughs> exactly. it. Yeah, yeah. If,
2: if <laughs> really, I mean, oh yeah, he yeah, he all the time. Michael Imperioli
3: like, like, is, like, and fans will say this. They say Michael Imperioli, yeah. Buddhist, Buddhist, yeah, uh, and Imperioli.
2: More of a deep thinker, yeah, he tries yeah. to go deeper. And, I um, don't know. Yeah.
1: You gotta talk to Nada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, none <nada laughs> and me. We bonded over to some fucking water doll sandwiches. And eh, 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 just read
3: the line. <laughs> if you if you just surrender yourself to sort of like, hey, this is this is an experimental episode, and they're trying yeah. to say something a little more than. And 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 you could like I don't know if you guys watched like The Leftovers or anything like that, but like this this sort I of stuff. By, is, like,
2: yeah, I should I should I know I I know you watch like a it. little in, bit of in, it in in
3: subsequent television. This episode and particularly like The Coma Dream overall has its mark and in, in, in like the I, avant-garde sort of obscure. Yeah, sort yeah of, I love you know, I love David David Lynch a little bit. You know, you, yeah. can't, you can't say David Chase did it first, but like, no,
2: no. But I love episodes like this, especially like coming on the heels of an iconic. Uh, cliffhanger sure. in television history. <laughs> yeah. It's it's bold to do an episode like this to really follow bold. it up. Yeah, and I think it's very effective in like keeping you on the edge of your seat after such a monumental event right. as Junior shooting him. Right. You know. So I think it was really smart, and it also gives uh, great leeway for. Gianolfini to uh, show his acting chops Flex by like chops, yeah. you know by kind of creating this like alternate character, and then of course for Edie Falco to kind of do her thing because you know once we get to six B she doesn't get a whole lot you know it's and, true um, yeah. so it's great for her kind of in the in the twilight of her um, great performances as Carmela uh, yeah. as Carmela like she gets this phenomenal episode and it is it is absolutely up there with Whitecaps for her like she Hi. is. So fucking good in this episode. Completely agree. And when I think of this episode, I think of, uh, you know, some of the finity stuff. And then I think of like her, you know. Oh, for sure.
0: There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Sports. That's Indeed.com slash Sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Um, shall we go on to fucking internet? Yeah. let
2: do it. Fucking internet.
0: All right.
3: Uh, this one on Reddit from user Niello 18 Tony's coma dream. I was just curious on whether you guys think Tony remembers the events of his coma dream or not. I personally believe he doesn't recall the dream but feels changed, in quotation marks, after the dream as he is trying to better himself at the beginning of season six, a after his dream, what do you guys think? Does he does he remember it all? Does this does person
2: he, understand yeah. dreams? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think he. Also, uh, it's like not a dream. Dream This motherfuckers right. in a coma. Right. It's not like he went to sleep and then he woke up and was like, oh, I had the craziest dream. Come <laughs> no, I was uh, Kevin <laughs> Finnerty. Like, no,
3: but I think I think there is something to it because later, because at the end of the season, after Phil has his heart attack, he's like. He's yeah. like, I think you might know. Maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. No, but, but part I went of, somewhere. Like he remember. Yeah. He sort of remembers. Like, I mean,
2: part of that. Sure, but part of that is like what like Janice says to him, and like it's like the conversation yeah. he has when he comes out of the coma. I don't oh, think. I, it, yeah, I think he.
3: I, I don't like, think yes, he realizes I think, I, what it was. Exactly. Or, That's my like, point. Like, yeah. yeah I,
2: yeah, uh, he's clearly changed by like this like subconscious experience that he has while he's in the coma. Right. But like, yeah, does he remember? I don't it? think he remembers details, no. but he remembers
1: like, a, like, like that he went somewhere. Sure. Right. Um. He can all, all. that's what all. That's only what he can say. Right, and right. And he remembers like having it maybe just like glimpses of it. Glimpses sort of. Of, right. of it. Right. And Maybe like, he
3: remembers being smacked in the face by a monk. Maybe that's what he remembers. It's it's funny. It's
1: like does the does, does do the glimpses of it? Like, um, does that just because he has glimpses of it um, leave an impact on him? Right. Or does he remember like something about it that is impactful? You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I I, I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think it's I think it's just like. An awareness that, like you know, there might be something more. There might like, be there something might, yeah. more, and that also, that is that I, is impactful. But, that, but I also that think that he, changes his behavior. He remembers
2: more when he gets closer to coming to, like like the Blondetto stuff. Right. Uh, you know, I think he he's probably like more aware of that. Than like th- what happens in this episode? Yeah, I don't think he has right. any specifics for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I and of course I think it's left purposely obscure by Chase. Obviously, well, yeah. as uh, well Brody, it is obscure
1: anyway Brody. for anybody. I think. That's yeah. True. Well, yeah. Think dreams like, are. That's you know, how dreams are. If someone was actually in a coma and, you know, they, I don't know, they they had saw, some saw some they had vision, yeah, yeah, yeah had some vision. I mean, it would that would be obscure. <laughs> we wouldn't know what the. Okay, maybe. Okay, we we have no idea. Exactly. Right, you right, can't right. prove anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um
3: this one from user the 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 Gieriate. Don't don't know. What? Uh, the Gieriate, so, you got it yeah, right. Yeah, oh, thank yes. you. Yeah. This oh, this is one of my alt accounts, right, yeah. yeah, so don't worry. I mean, Silvio's spoiler alert. coma dreams in comparison to Tony when he was unconscious, as we know Silvio ends up, you know, similar to Tony in these episodes mm-hmm. uh by the end of the series. What do you think Syl was seeing, experiencing in his coma? Can you guys imagine, uh, <laughs> Tracy? Uh, <laughs> I think it was the entire events of Lilyhammer to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just in Norway. Uh, <laughs> he, just,
1: he just is Steve Van Zandt. Like he's just playing uh, in the East Street. Come
2: band. on up for <laughs> the rising. <laughs>
3: I mean, what can you 10th Avenue, freezer. <laughs> um, this one from user uh, Rhaegar Vader. Mm. Join the club episode. Was it purgatory or hell? The fire imagery, the cross, the lighthouse in the distance. I didn't seem to be... It didn't seem to be like his previous crazy dreams—the feeling of being trapped, like a Hotel California situation—and being given the medical diagnosis was quite disturbing. Love the episode, especially coming after the shock of the previous season opener. Do you guys, if you had to choose, do you think it's do you, do okay. you think it's just a in his head, or do you think it's something supernatural? And if so, do you think what it's the- like purgatory? Do you think um, it's, what I, do you think it is? I think
2: it's like David Chase's like. Typical, like, what do you think it was? You know, it's <laughs> well, like, yeah, you know, what do you, what do you believe in? You know, this is, I mean, yeah, this is what I. Well,
1: in the next episode, like, s sort of shows him like a like a door, and he walks through, and he wakes up, right, right, right. So, yeah. like that when well, he doesn't walk through it he, he doesn't walk it he chooses oh, not, he chooses to. not oh, right go right in. right 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 which right. and Buscemi,
3: That's, the man who he murdered tony right. b who right. he doesn't he's recognize. he's like a mater d like, is, kind of like is, right. yeah. it, so it's that, trying to get him to go to whatever is next for him which could be hell. which makes yeah. So yeah. that yeah. makes so that a little makes more sense makes me think it's yeah.
1: purgatory yeah right well, if you if we go on the next episode but sure. but what i was kind of saying before is that i think it's just an alternate timeline i think it's just like it's like this what this this way out what could have been this could have been. been if you know we took a couple like different turns here and there this could have been a version of Tony Soprano well, and the like, line yeah.
3: where he's like he's like you know how, how did you make the uh jump from from selling patio furniture to precision optics? there's a line in the earlier seasons i think And he's like, he's like, why am I not selling patio furniture on route? Whatever. Right. right. Because my father was in it and his father was in this and that, you know, that's, that's a direct reference to an alternate, sort of tony soprano that he yeah. could have gone down a different path yeah, which yeah I or think is it's, it's it an alternate
1: timeline that is occurring at the same time as his timeline in life <laughs> right you know it's like sliders like you, know? you, ever see, you ever see you ever see you ever see the show sliders oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. you're a big sliders set. That... i love sliders when i was five <laughs> well or you also that. love <laughs> the, little,
3: the little hamburgers <laughs> yeah also too. i love, love those things love too little, but, little, but little um
1: yeah i think it's a timeline that is that actually exists right in a it, um, just uh, in a different um, dimension or yeah, a different plane that is not the current plane of uh, that, it and is that's on. more
2: that's more interesting than to like I feel like it minimizes it if you're just like oh it's purgatory or that's hell right yeah no like, it's but the next episode makes it seem like it's purgatory. <laughs> well, that but that could be a different. <laughs> it could thing, be it could like, it, that's true that's true. Right. I find it's more interesting to just like watch this episode and just think of it as like. This is what Tony Soprano could have been right. if yeah. if Johnny Boy wasn't his dad right. or if right. like or, or he if had, he hadn't gone he into had, the family business st- you know, like, right.
3: stuck at you know, you know if he'd stayed in college he's just, or he had, right. it's like had, the ending yeah. of
2: goodfellas he's just some schnook yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: Now I I I said this last episode but I also think there's there's a and it might be Buddhist I am not sure but there's a there's a uh religious belief that after you die You go before moving on to the actual afterlife. You go to a place where you don't know that you're dead, and you're living, and you learn the lessons that you didn't learn in life, and that was sort Mm. of what the last season of Lost was. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Like all those characters had to fuck you, dude.
2: It's great. Uh, I I love Lost. I'm never gonna watch it ever again in my life. But I no, I enjoyed Lost. But
3: before moving on, you you find what's important to you, you find what you did wrong in the in the life that you had actually led and right. then only then do you achieve some sort of like other realm of consciousness and you can move on to the afterlife. Right. And that sort of feels like a little bit hinting at what this could be. I don't, mm. I would never say okay. it's definitely that's, that, but like, that's cute. You know, the sort of like in between. That's fucking, very cute. That's we're cute. not going with Christian, uh, you know, mythology, like with purgatory and heaven and hell. Like maybe this is just the 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 place you go between this life and the next. Goliath Damn. has
1: like studied this. Like, <laughs> he like studies it so well. He's like, Reading different books, like, yeah. like you know, different things, like different. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. He's just like really deep I dive every the hit episode. ABC
2: show. Lost. Classic, do. yeah, dude. Classic hairdo. <laughs> Yo,
1: classic do. Uh that's all I got for fucking internet. So. Well, that's all I got for this episode. Hey guys, ah. I think
3: I think this recording was way better than the last. I guess possibly. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never. Know. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll but
2: never know. We recorded that like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. This was definitely, uh, you know, it was a little more honed in. <laughs> the last episode was a little more all over the place. But, you know, hey, that's life. You know, sometimes files get corrupted. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. people. Maybe this one will. Fingers know? crossed. Well, let's hope then, not. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. We're uh, not doing this episode a third skipping time. We'll do the third oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look. <laughs> hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, give us a follow on the socials at Sopranos Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You know, we're trying to keep the memes going. You know, we're trying to do that even when we don't hey, have episodes. Hey, those are some good memes. Thank you, thank Great you. Memes. We're trying to meme. And, uh, you know, you got something that you want us to talk about in an episode? We can do a one-off episode and, uh, you know, stuff that you feel like uh, you like, you don't like. Uh, we're, do. we're, we're in the... We're in the home stretch a bit, but you know, shoot us an email over at uh, osapanospod@gmail.com,
0: and until next week.
2: Oh! oh. oh.
0: Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose Breezeline and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Breezeline.com to learn more.